Wake up. Life is in session. And you're in control. This is The Pursuit of Awesome. The podcast that gives you the jolt you'll need to seize the day. To live a life you're proud of. And here's your host, Charlie Harari. Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Monday for those that are joining us live. Happy whatever day week it is for you. Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome back to the boost. Hope everybody enjoyed their holiday. If you didn't celebrate Passover, hope you enjoyed the week. Sorry we were off. And if you did, hope it was a wonderful holiday. But it's great to be back with you right now. And I want to jump in really in the area that I've been very much moved by. And it has very big, I believe, implications in life. You know, Passover is a holiday of the story. It's an amazing thing. You get together and you have one of the most iconic customs, rituals, rules, mitzvos of the year, which is the Passover Seder. Now, if you think about it, the Passover Seder, you would think, is about telling the story over about the Exodus. The problem is that everybody knows the story about the Exodus. So, like, what's the point? Like, everyone who comes in, usually, and if they don't know, fine, that it works. But there are a lot of satyrs in which everybody in the room knows the story. And, in fact, we have a, a rule, a command, to, to remember the story twice a day. So, what in the world are we doing? And the answer is that, is that it's not about whether or not you know the story. It's about telling the story. That's what I want to do. That's where we want. I want to go, with your permission. Story. Because I got to tell you something. The most powerful thing that you have in your life is story. The most powerful, timeless bit of what's called education, educational technology, is not on an iPad, and it's not on a on a on a, on a podcast platform. The most powerful timeless bit of educational technology is a story and if you know how to use a story right it can change yourself and it can change the world around you it wasn't until I was preparing for the satyrs that I realized that wait a second this whole holiday is about stories and then I started to pull back oh wait a second this whole religion is about stories look at the bible I mean, listen, the Bible has got a ton of laws. If you look at the Talmud, the oral law, it's filled with legal analysis. And yet, for some reason, God spends most of the written Torah. If you look at the larger, the prophets, the, the writings, the Bible, look at the whole thing, most of it, the vast majority of it is a story. Why? God is employing the technology that he knows works. And that story is why we're still telling the stories thousands of years later. So what's a story? So let's begin. Let's understand it together with God's help. Let's see how it works in our lives. Let's see how we can use it to, to grow, to get better, to become more. So stories have two components to them. Facts and a narrative. 
facts are what is particular and what is unique to that story. What happened? Who's the protagonist? What was the what was the the details? Where what where did it take place? Who were the who were the characters? When you when you look at a story, you're met with the facts. But like the famous story of the Trojan horse, where the warriors, I believe, of Sparta, I don't remember, but I think it's Sparta, was trying to conquer a certain land. I'm a little rusty in my Greek mythology. I don't think it's my Greek history. But for those who don't know the origins of the story of the Trojan horse, I think it was the Spartans who were trying to conquer a certain city that was well fortified and appeared to have given up and disappeared off the coastline. And what was left behind was a beautiful, huge sort of statue of a horse. And the residents of the city that now has resisted the Spartans in the middle of the you know, came out and saw this horse, assumed that it was a gift, a gift of victory, and wheeled the horse into the city, locked the gates, and went to sleep. Now, in the horse were soldiers. And as soon as the, everyone went to bed, the soldiers snuck out of the horse. The, the 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 rest of the army was hiding in the, behind in the, hiding by the beach, and they unlocked the gates. And by the time morning hit, the city was ransacked. And Trojan horse is a now a common expression that explains something that comes in in one way, in order to penetrate in a non-threatening way, but has a different message. Right. God forbid someone has a virus on the computer, it's the same thing. Someone sends you some type of email. You know, we're from China and we run the largest manufacturing facility ever and we want you to be our representative. Please email us back. And you engage in that and you fill out some kind of online form and next thing you know, they own your computer. How did that happen? Because they used something that was innocuous or something that was enticing. And they hid within it something much different, something nefarious. You will let it in because it was innocuous, it was enticing, you know, opportunity to make money. And once you open the doors, in came in the Trojan horse, but underneath it was the soldiers that spread on the, on the computer. What's a story? Well, a story is just that. It is information. It's facts. Here, there. This happened, that happened. When I was a kid growing up, there were three movies that I watched almost consistently. As a kid, I loved these movies. You may have seen them. One of them is about a kid from New Jersey who moves to California, gets beaten up in school, and all the cool kids in his high school do karate, but his mom doesn't want to teach him karate, but he's got a super in the building named Mr. Miyagi. You've heard of this movie before? 
who teaches him how to fight, but in an unconventional way. And he's waxing his car, and he's painting the fence. Wax on, wax off, until finally he learns karate, goes to the tournament, is about to win, and then they they kick him in the leg, put him in a body bag, Johnny, and then he comes back, faces the bad guy, and wins. Another movie I watched growing up was about a boxer from Philadelphia whose best friend Apollo Creed was playing against this Russian guy named Drago and he punched him so hard that he killed him and as a way to retaliate to you know sort of seek some level of revenge he goes to Russia to fight the souped up duped up doped up Drago right hearts on fire training and just when you think he's going to lose he comes back and he wins the third movie that I used to watch all the time about a guy coach that went down to Indiana. Small school, good ball players, but could never get it together. And somehow found a way to make the team win, and it took him all the way to the championships. So, Karate Kid and Rocky IV and Hoosiers are about very different facts. They have facts. They have scenarios. They have situations. They have circumstances. They're somewhere. They're people. Rocky Balboa is not, you know, Danielson. And it's not, you know, Jimmy the Shooter from Indiana. Those are just facts. But they're Trojan horses. They come into your mind as you think about the facts. But unleash a very similar narrative an underdog that gets put into a situation that has to go beyond himself to face this incredible challenge and just when he's about to win he almost loses and then he ultimately wins it's the same narrative because story has facts but the facts is the Trojan horse underneath the facts is a narrative something that is the driver of all these facts that even though the facts are different tells a very different piece it is the it's the it's the underlying connection to it all all right we'll talk about what this is all right everybody nice to see you thanks for joining us with god's help can't wait to see you again tomorrow have a great day thanks for listening to the pursuit of awesome don't forget to rate review and subscribe to momentum's podcasts on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Join Charlie again for more insights on living an awesome life by tuning into the live webinar every weekday morning or by listening to this podcast at your leisure. To sponsor, contact podcasts at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.